Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. FM 104, Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dumb's Hit Music Station, F104, Louise with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined by Macy Smith. Hello, how are you? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. So you're an orchestrator and a music director. Yes. And, and I suppose a couple of months ago, just kind of at the start of the year, we were chatting about the Ratatouille TikTok musical, <laughs> which you also happen to be involved with. Yes. Yes, I was. So tell me a little bit about how that happened and how that came about. Sure. So... Earlier in the pandemic, I had founded an orchestra here in New York called the Broadway Sinfonietta, mm-hmm. which is an all-women and majority women of color orchestra. And we had started releasing work, and somebody with the um, production company, CV Productions, who was producing Ratatouille, the TikTok musical, yeah. professionally, had seen my work, and they reached out to me and asked if both I would orchestrate the music for the show and if we would we could use my orchestra to record the score for it and so I actually I was not part of the like original TikTok movement of like original app creators I was brought on um after it was decided to be turned into a a full-scale musical um and yeah then from there um we just hit the ground running it must have been quite a fun project to work on it absolutely was I think it was well, it was it was the most fun project I've ever worked on, but it was also the fastest project yeah, I've ever had to work true, on. So yeah. we had to. There wasn't a ton of time to sit back and be like, "This is a fun idea." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. But how did you manage to do it? Obviously, social distance, or were you virtual, or how did it work for you guys? So the preparation process was all virtual. Um, mm-hmm. I had about thirteen days to orchestrate every number in the show and we had this like music team assembly line where like you know it would get transcribed you go to our arranger dan and come to me and then go to our copyist and then go to the drummer and like pass it around to people um where we each basically had to do a song a day to stay on time so all of that was virtual there was lots of facetiming and frantic zoom calls but then a few days before christmas we took my orchestra into the studio and we recorded the score in person everybody had to get tested extensively and um we mm. split up the sections so that each section had like four or five players in it at a time um so it was remote up until we recorded in the studio at which point that was in person yeah but it's incredible it sold two hundred thousand tickets 
It did. It's unbelievable. And it's also being considered for an Emmy, which is also unbelievable. Because it's the first... That is completely unbelievable. (laughs) It's the first TikTok anything that has been considered for an Emmy. So that must be quite nice. It is. It's it's very, very um, surreal to think about. And I know we're all on the edge of our seats to see what happens. Yes. When do you find out or do we know that yet? I believe it's mid-July. Okay, so not too long to wait. That's good. That's not, At least you don't have to sit in it for too long. <laughs> but tell me, I, when I go to New York, one of my favourite things to do is to go to Broadway shows. I've been seeing Wicked. I saw Rent. I've seen loads. I love it. How is it looking at the moment over there? Because I know here at the moment we're still stopped with anything kind of musical or yeah. music. How is it looking for you guys? You know what? It's actually looking really optimistic. Um, Brilliant. Broadway has announced returns. Almost every single show has announced a return date in the fall. Mm-hmm. And things are getting, I mean, knock on wood, I don't mean to jinx it, but things no, are getting better. I'll touch here everything so here, that's wood. <laughs> I know. <laughs> things are getting better here so Good. quickly that shows that announce late fall dates are moving up. Oh, wow. Um, to start Amazing. earlier. So the first play is opening on August 2nd. Okay. And then, like, most of the musicals are opening in like September or October. Oh, that'll be amazing. To get that buzz back into the city as well will be incredible, won't it? Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you get into music initially? You know, I, I didn't really have a traditional music background. You know, many of my friends and colleagues grew up as, you know, young children and learned lessons and they were kind of pushed into it at an early age. Mm-hmm. It took me a lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really start playing piano until I was in high school. Okay. And I just kind of got fixated on music very late. And then I went to college and studied music theory and moved to New York and just started assisting for everybody that I could. Mm. Um, so I, I've always kind of felt a little bit like I'm playing a game of catch up with, you know, colleagues who've been playing piano since they were four. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, everyone's path is different and I know mine was right for me. See, that's the thing. And I think everybody has a little bit of that. No matter what you do, you're always like, oh, I could be, you know, I could be there, but I'm here. You know, like, I think there's right. always that little element to look ahead to someone else has done it a different way. But like, as you say, it's not exactly, you know, it's not the destination, as they say, it's the path. So, you know, just in, enjoy what you're doing. So, and you do. So that's the main thing. Yeah, absolutely. And what is the one thing you're looking forward to once, like, the shows are back? Is there one thing? Oh my goodness! I mean, being an audience member, like I realize that somebody who works on shows, I should be saying like being employed. (laughs) But honestly, being being an audience member and just getting to like give a standing ovation and like you know applaud a show, we haven't had that experience in so long. I have not gotten to like um, give a round of applause amongst thousands of people, and I'm very very eager to be in the audience of as many different shows as I can. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's me too. Yeah, and just showing the appreciation to the talent is just yeah. That's definitely on my list as well. Exactly. How can people find out more about what you're up to? Are you on social? Oh, sure. I mean, I'm on um, Instagram um, at Macy Jane, then an underscore. Mm-hmm. And the Broadway Symphonetta is on Instagram also as the Broadway Symphonetta. Fantastic. Um, and yeah, that's, those are kind of the main places where I post updates. Amazing. Love that. And also best of luck with the Emmy consideration. Hopefully we'll be chatting again when you've won it. <laughs> oh, that would well, be nice. Well, not to jinx it. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm touching wood again. We're okay. I'm <laughs> covering all bases. <laughs> Macy, I'm thank you so much for taking the time because I know it's quite thank early you, over there. I appreciate it. Not <laughs> at all. Talk to you very soon.
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.